0: This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Okay, there you have it. Morning. Good morning. I was driving in this morning. Yes, I drive myself and. Um, I tell you what. Suddenly filled my head was. Do you remember an advert that went, uh, "You can do it, we can help. One calorie, one calorie. Diet Pepsi can help." Do you remember that? I do not remember that. It was at the beginning of the it. diet. I the mean, diet drink. That oh, yeah. was my morning
1: prayer. <laughs> but was
0: was that was that true that it had one calorie in Diet Pepsi? I mean, I didn't think you could. What kind of a dietary micrometer would measure <laughs> one calorie yeah you wouldn't think it'd go down that low would you no i mean i'd love to if anyone uh, is if there's any um, nutritionists yes listening and i think you can become a nutritionist can't you after two hours on the internet you get Oh, easy <laughs> yeah um let me know if if is it still true or did they manage to squeeze out that last calorie from Diet Pepsi as part of their? Yes, presumably, research?
1: they'd done some uh, marketing and and uh, research and had decided, yeah, that was that appealed to people better than
0: saying calorie free. Yeah, to say we'll, we'll come over as very upfront. You know, we're not. Put, <laughs> no one's perfect. Couldn't get that last baby, but you know, it's still pretty good for you. OK. Also, you can do it We can help. There's a sense that you're on some sort of quest, some health yeah. quest. Yeah. Anyway.
1: How, how long are we going to avoid the uh, the elephantitis in the room?
2: Well, he played a song called Cut Your Hair, and we've not even discussed the fact that he's, um, he's shorn it. Yes. It's gone.
1: Frank has, I mean, no-one warned me. I wasn't prepared. I walked in this morning and blown me down it was a new man standing in front of me
0: well i did it on a whim you never Uh, i did i did it on a whim yeah um and uh i tell you what funnily enough i didn't i didn't watch the graham norton show although a lot of people watched it and said my hair looked terrible um some people personally um communicated with me
2: Many texted the show last week, and yeah. we filtered a fair thank, number thank of them you. out. I appreciate,
0: yeah. I appreciate that. Um, we
2: only no. told you the broadcastable ones. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: but I, I hadn't, I didn't watch it because I don't really watch myself on a uh, like that in cool. case it breaks my heart.
1: It's not that it breaks your heart; it's because it's a very unhealthy thing to do. But that's another story.
2: Well, um,
0: also, sometimes they leave setups in and
2: not punchlines when not you watch yeah, television exactly, shows you know, that you've exactly. been on. I know, you know, uh, people no
0: way of scratching your fingers into your own <laughs> wallpaper. Yeah, that? it's it, it's 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 really painful. But anyway, um, but what I did watch a bit of was Emily interviewing me for the um, what was that thing called the Ahab Captain Ahab conference. Captain Ahab it was something like that <laughs> what
1: was it at the producer hall, though? international IAB we tried to work yeah. out we spent oh, several yeah. hours it's trying to it's a bureau There's a
0: bureau involved yeah. oh, and, that's right um, what did it stand for in the end Frank it, advertising internet advertising bureau oh no. yeah that. anyway I watched a bit of that and my hair looked terrible I mean it was terrible (laughs) Uh it wasn't just you
2: know uh, and I don't think that was its badness peak I think that was like a week or
0: two before well (laughs) um, Michael McIntyre texted me and said that he thought it symbolised the current crisis (laughs) (laughs) wow Um, so yeah I looked I watched it on that thing and it, it sort of Post lobotomy chic, yeah, is how mm. I would describe it. So I decided. I mean, I can't believe I went on uh, national television. I mean, international television. Mm. It's um, mm. uh, Graham Norton goes you know, across the across the globe. So um, yeah, do sorry guys, what... it's a globe. That's that's <laughs> lost half our listeners.
1: Why do you think, darling, that that's maybe occurred to you now rather than
0: because a it's of like this. Weeks ra- back, it's like this radio show. Um, I've. Th- I, some people listening might not know that the texts and everything that come in don't come into my side of the desk only Mm. alan and emily see them so i live in the belief that only love is coming in and 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 praise that's that and that keeps me going and because i didn't watch myself um with with the hair Thing. Hmm. I, from inside, it felt great. <laughs> this side of the hair, it looked it looked really good. It was like like the chair at Aimtree. It yes. looked good from one side, but once you're once you're over it's a terrible drop at the other side. So oh, from yeah. inside it seemed great but once I got an objective view of it, it was absolutely it's like one of the worst haircuts I've ever seen on <laughs> television. <laughs> and I've watched a lot of programmes, you know set in hospitals and, 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 and prisoner of war camps. It's right up there. Skinner <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Yeah, I tell you what the, uh, the, the barber said to me um, he, he cut my hair and where uh, did you go
1: um, oh, yeah. I went to
0: my usual Turkish barbers in Hampstead okay and um, he, he cut my hair and then he said uh, he, he did the thing you know and they show you I said yeah it looks great and mm-hmm. it did I, I liked it and, uh, but bear in mind, all things are, you know. Yeah, there was a before and after. Yeah, and in context, it looked absolutely amazing. It looked better pretty quickly,
2: didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like a couple of snips. It,
0: it, was, it was the concept of hanging around with the ugliest kid in the class, so you look great. <laughs> um, but what he said, he, he said one of those, um, he said to me, uh, which I've not, I have not think a barber's ever said this, he finished, and then he said, well, It's all right if you don't look at the back. Uh, And it was a long, he said they were, uh, he went too high at the back. Well, this is my eight-year-old, you know, in in a list of the last bloke did a terrible job. This is my (laughs) eight-year-old son trying to, you know, trying to help me out. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm sort of, I thought, I've always been okay with that. It's all right if you don't look at the back, you know, fridges and... Oh yeah, mm. and all that. I, I don't. I don't mind it. I think you don't it, look at the back. I don't. Theatrical yeah. sets, surgical gowns. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, centaurs. I think I'm. I'm fine with it. I've. I've always been happy with. Um, with that, we're not looking at. It's like the tops of buildings. Mm. Awful. Yeah. Often. If you live high up and you look, you think, "Oh, I love that building." You see it from the top. And it's a dirty old. Mm-hmm. Aircon thing. Yes, horrible. Why don't yes, you a with right.
1: That's why I find it often slightly overrated. This idea of the you know the glamour of New York because when I've stayed in hotels, I found it's so too much information.
0: Well, they don't allow for the fact that people are, are, are capable of flight now <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. It's
1: medieval, medieval peasant. Are you not <laughs> capable
0: of flight, Emily? Is that just me and Frank? No, I meant, I meant mechanically aided flight. Oh, I see. I, I'm not claiming for one second... <laughs> I see. ..that I can actually uh, ascend on yes. my own... Also, I've got quite a big spot. Have you noticed that? I haven't well, noticed that. I yeah, don't it's, point it's, you know, it's it radio, out. you could just not tell them that. No, no, but I, I think at my age, if you're getting spots on your face, what that's the sort of spots where, in a year's time... You're saying to a doctor, well, at first I thought it was just a spot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're documenting. Do you know
1: what I say? I love it. I I punch the air when I get a spot. Mm. It's so anti-aging because people think she can't be that old. She's got a spot. She's got spots.
0: I don't think people could look at me and think he can't be that old. (laughs) Could they? I mean, that's like if Mount Rushmore got a spot. Mm. People would think, oh, maybe Lincoln is... (laughs)
2: <laughs> in his mid-thirties. Hey, I had some information. Is Lincoln
0: on there, actually? Yeah. I've got oh, some information. He's one
1: of the, uh, the top, sorry, Albert, he's one of the big five as the safari.
0: How, many's, how many are on uh, any offers? How many are on Rushmore? Four? I think there's four. In fact, I think I named them recently at oh, home. Oh, go on, Al, But, do but it. I don't want to do it Go on, on go yes, so on. Rushmore. Rushmore. Oh, Rushmore, 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 <laughs>
2: Rushmore, Well, go I think on, we've George. got Lincoln. Lincoln's a gimme, isn't it? Washington? Yeah, surely. Um, Roosevelt.
0: Ooh, is, it that, is it that sort of uh, today?
1: Oh, oh, I wish it was. What? There's like a Reagan or something. I don't <laughs> understand <There's
0: no> <laughs> why. Is, why don't we have a Rushmore equivalent? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because it was be David Attenborough. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Good reason for not. Oh, goodness <laughs> me. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had
1: uh, some correspondence. Ah, good. Firstly, this review, just to make you feel slightly better, Jenny Hughes, I thought he looked great with long hair, Mm. to
0: be honest. Yeah, it wasn't so much the length, it was the... um, ...style? (laughs) Yeah. That's what they all say. But thanks, I I appreciate that.
1: Sammy, on the other hand, Sammy Anther, the nation breathes a sigh of relief.
0: (laughs) Uh Ah? Sarah (laughs) Crane?
1: I'm surprised Kath hadn't already taken things in hand.
0: No, Mm. Kath was just abusive about it. (laughs) I mean, really, your hair looks terrible on a daily basis. She'd be saying that. And I said, I don't say anything about your skull top that you always wear. And, uh, you know, that was a bit. A skull top? Yeah, skull. Not skull, skull. Yeah, she wears a top um, with skulls on it every day. Oh, OK, right. Uh, at
1: the risk of uh, paraphrasing, I sounding slightly Churchillian. Yeah. Uh, she, um, Bessie, can take the top off tomorrow.
0: Yes, good point. True, yeah. okay.
2: Can I say, you've just reminded me of something that I saw in the street yesterday that I'd completely forgot that made me laugh out loud. Uh, a bloke was walking along in um, suburban Manchester wearing uh, a Peta Czech style <laughs> rugby headguard. Oh, yeah. Done up. But with street clothes, like normal clothes. He was wearing oh. it with jeans and a fleece as if it was a warm hat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think maybe he had a bad hair thing? <laughs> I think he thought well this is protecting and warm, I'll wear it. It he
1: just thought it looked aesthetically Pleasing and a sort of Davy Crockett. Well, it it did wasn't not. that. that
0: um, was it that <laughs> it jazz singer Aesthetically guy? pleasing. <laughs> oh the, yeah. What's that guy that wears that hat all the time? Oh, I know who you mean, but I've forgotten his name. Who? Yeah. Ja- it's a jazz singer. Yeah. Guy. Oh yes. Yeah, he, no, he it loves, was not him. He loves that hat. I wonder how many of those hats he's got. Is
1: it Geoffrey, is the name?
0: No. I don't think so. It wasn't him, and it wasn't Peter. it was
1: Geoffrey Porter. Oh, Gregory Gregory, Porter. Oh, yes. Geoffrey
0: Porter. Gregory Porter. There you go. We've got oh, Jeffrey Oh, Geoffrey. I was thinking of Rainbow. <laughs> some people halfway through their tech, some jazz aficionados. Oh, yeah. Which is one of the few things you get aficionados off. It's jazz, I find. Good it's just, point. I, um,
1: Talking of Jeffrey. one of the other
0: aficionados. He <laughs> <laughs> 8, 12, 15 And
2: when
1: people I say aficionado, of... why do they always preface it with something of an? Yeah, yeah, but something jazz. of an aficionado. Unless they preface
0: it with jazz. Yes, jazz. There's no other one. There's no rock aficionados, no. country aficionados. It's usually. It doesn't there. have to be music. Any aficionados you can send us, like 12 15, that would make me happy. And wouldn't you like to make an old man happy?
1: We oh, heard that before. Yeah, what a um, video that was. Frank, would you like to know who the final Rushmore I president is? I would. Fun in Hounslow. Oh, thanks for the tip. <laughs> Has been in touch to tell us, and Jefferson.
0: Oh, thomas oh, yeah. jefferson so it's washington jefferson lincoln and uh roosevelt everybody's talking about pop music <laughs> pop, <it out. laughs> pop music frank skinner on absolute radio we've
2: we've had an aficionado suggestion oh, good from mash in valencia who said, I can't believe you've all forgotten Cigar Aficionado.
0: Oh, I didn't, I didn't know One that of Frank's
2: favourite magazines, if I recall oh, was it correctly. What it was called?
0: <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah, imagine a magazine just about cigars. Well, they
1: always had. They had to alternate because it was either sort of James Woods or um, Arnie, Arnie on the cover. Yeah, cool
0: guys, cool guys. Mm. You see, I would think Piers Brosnan, I don't know, he probably doesn't oh. smoke one, but he looks like he ought to, because his eyes look like they've <laughs> had a lot of smoke heading towards them. Right. Yeah. Oh, cigar! Well remembered. Brilliant. <laughs> I I'm going to be glad of the uh, the readers of this show when uh, when things start to slip away. From when your memory me. packs yeah. up fully, <laughs> I'll be just coming on uh, every week and saying, right, at twelve fifteen, what's my pin number? <laughs> just to
2: balance out the perhaps less healthy of the cigar uh, promotion, one one eight has texted. Honestly, um, they replace sugar for.
0: Aspartame? Asp- oh, yeah, asper- 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 asperity Aspartame. It-
2: oh, oh, we've all got a different... Oh, I you know the- what you mean, it's a, it's a sweet <gasps> okay, In diet drinks, that's how they keep the calories down.
0: Yeah, but was there ever one? <laughs> was there ever one? Just one? <laughs> just one calorie. And then it went. Was that just a sales pitch to make us think... Well, they must be telling the truth, or they wouldn't have brought up that one calorie.
1: I'd love it if we had someone who'd actually
0: worked...
1: That'd there and
0: knew this. If only Michael Jackson was still alive. He had connections with Pepsi, didn't he? I seem to remember. Mm. He was, I think he was their ambassador. He was pop ambassador, was I think, because it was like a pun on pop and oh, also pop. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then there was the
1: accident gone. with the hair and it was all. Oh, oh yeah. Was oh, yeah. It, it was a mess
0: Well, when I watched that, you interviewing me, I had a, my hair being on fire felt like a blessed release. <laughs> Again, it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah, it's all because it was all relatives in the uh, Jackson Five. So, um... oh, oh dear, no, what I, do, I don't know. I'm really
1: pleased you feel happier. Um But there is a part of me that uh, that's that's what I kind of love about you is that your lack of vanity.
0: Yeah, but.
1: That was it's taking it too far. It's almost becoming
0: part. vanity. It's almost, <laughs> right. what about this? It's got a what about this yeah, yeah, exactly. It was. Uh, it looked play, like I pop, like it. It looked like part of some public vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was what was wrong with it. But um, I'm not saying it's great now, but I like it better.
1: Al, what do you think? I like it. By I mean, boy. I commented... What did I say when I came in? I did say... I complimented it to the... Coulston,
0: dif- I think you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I took a turn and ended up in Coulston.
2: <laughs> I am um, expecting Hull.
0: Oh, i tell you what.
2: What was the place that somebody said that... Oh, Grimsby. Oh, you Grimsby. You know, somebody said that they use Grim as Grimsby interchangeably, yeah. like you're doing with Cool and Coulston. Yeah, Oh, yeah, Grim, Grimsby.
0: Grim and Grimsby, yeah. That, that, <laughs> see, that's less kind, isn't it? It is. It mm-hmm. its Especially, I I wouldn't feel so bad about that if Grimsby was, was better. It was a long way from Grim. <laughs> Goodness me! But I mean, I I think I, I'm not I'm not easy. Although I think it's got the fish uh, the fish pavement. What is that hole? Well, the producers from that locale. She's getting it's very whole. agitated. What? It's hole. Oh, no. That's hole, is it the fish pavement? It ought to be Grimsby, hadn't it? Up. Can you imagine the bidding war for the fish pavement? All <laughs> like- with the with City of Culture money coming in and like the big <laughs> I am.
1: I liked her shouting that's hole, like Dean Martin singing, That's <laughs> life. Yeah, that's
0: Hull. Oh, that's Whoa, whole. That's the home of the fish pavement. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find your way, just follow the sand. <laughs> I ah, didn't expect to be singing that this morning. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Is, 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 is there a knocking at my door?
2: Hmm.
0: Metaphorically? Yes. OK.
1: 8.02, Frank, there was a 1980s low-calorie fizzy drink called One Cal.
0: Oh. Google it.
1: Do you remember one calorie? So that was the thing
0: then. It was, what, you could get it down to one calorie. Mm. And that was, that was the limit.
1: I think back then people feared the concept of no
0: calorie. What we need is some sort of calorie aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> <to rest in. laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. People thought no calorie. You've got to have something to hold on to. You've become un- untethered. If, mm. uh, if there's no calories at all, that would be terrible. And then we've
1: had a really... You know, uh, make of this what you will, 12th uh, night. Nigel Fern says, Frank, thank you for cheering up the nation oh. with a haircut oh. that makes all other lockdown haircuts seem
0: not quite so bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> there is that, of course. I uh, <coughs> I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, that you were sort of a yardstick by which others could be and judged. And M- Molly and Roger sitting at home and Roger saying, you see... It's not that bad, yeah. I, I did. I let Molly I, and Roger. I've are the let,
2: names of people in Britain. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Interesting.
1: We've also had uh, Phil the fridge Eggins sending.
0: I don't know if don't he's know. a wrestler. Can he called the fridge because Eggins. <laughs> you get egg in egg in the fridge. Maybe. I think of course might... that's another debate. In it, yeah. Do you put eggs in the fridge or not? We don't. We keep oh. ours
2: in a large Le Creuset jog thing that we've. Wow, got. Wow, a what, a what, uh, like a, good for you! It's Yale. a brand name, isn't it? Le Creu on Le Creuset. Yeah, they do that um, back-breakingly heavy uh, cast
0: iron pan thing. Okay. You've seen them, but Frank? The, the orange is one, one is a the iconic jug. one. So the oh.
1: sort
2: of big orange casserole dish. I
0: was hoping it was one of those big, um, big chickens like they used to have in the centre of the table. <laughs> oh, yeah. on bre- was it bread? <laughs> I'd that, like one uh, of those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where do you keep your eggs? 8, 12, 15? I'd that? like to have a ch- Yeah. I'd <laughs> like to have a. Oh, get a lot of IVF people. On. Um, that's usually a fridge, I think. Um, I, um, I'd like to have a chicken in the middle of the table, one of those China chickens. And then if guests lift the lid up, I've scooped out a real chicken and put all their organs inside it so oh, that's it's nice! it's a recreation of a chicken. <laughs> that would be nice.
1: That could be one of your uh, nice April Fool's jokes next yeah. year instead of pretend, instead of shouting downstairs the car's been stolen <laughs> or the toilet's
0: broken. I can't decide whether to make an April Fool joke or to use it as a visual aid in the biology teaching career which I could set out on. It would be good though. Do
1: you want to know what fill the fridge egg in? Yeah. Is? Of
0: course I do.
1: Well, He's provided us with content, rather than said anything specifically, but oh, what content it is, because he sent us two copies of Cigar Aficionado magazine covers with two cover stars.
0: Oh! okay. can
1: I share them with you? How do you want to do this? Give us
0: clues.
2: Um, The actor that plays Lovejoy, that's my first guess. Ian McShane. Yes. Yeah, he looks like
0: he's been standing in smoke. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What a brilliant guess! but no. Oh. Frank Skinner, would you care too often? Well, do we get any clues? They're, they're, okay. Are they both male? Oh, yes. I that's nice. a shame. One. Mm.
0: That's a shame, isn't it?
1: One, I would say you have beef with this person for for, for, for sort of personal reasons. Is it Daniel Craig? Yes. Oh, wow. oh lovely. Daniel friend. Craig stole <laughs> my cleaner.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he stole my cleaner, but she left me. Yeah, he charmed it with his speedos. Maybe I'll bid you. (laughs) And I look better in a suit, as I always point out. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Um, We'll still, we'll make make, a cliffhanger for the second. Can you give us a clue now? And then we can... um... Mm. Oh, come on, time's ticking. Pressure's
1: on. Calm down. Calm down. I would say, think space.
0: Space, space. Okay, it okay. can't be Tim Peake. Wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't smoke, would he? He would create a bit of an atmosphere. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Can we get Matt Berry to say that and I can just press a button? Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, you can call the show. <laughs> Very funny. I have to say, I think Matt Berry's stuff on here, the link things, it's the best It's the best on radio.
2: You think? That's what I think. Oh. Um, we've had a uh, cigar aficionado email in. Oh, yeah. Um, it's It's a bit of an anecdote hi Frank when I worked offshore a few years ago the medic on board was a true cigar aficionado (laughs) he travelled around (laughs) Europe buying rare cigars and had a room in his house specifically for storing cigars in humidors I was sat in a pub outside Aberdeen Airport Sorry, with him one day. The,
0: what's a humidor? Humidor is
2: where you keep cigars, or where one c- would keep you cigars if humidor? one was um, a passionate cigar aficionado. Oh, OK. Is it like one of the... It's just like a wooden box?
1: No, no it's, in, it's, a, it's a full-sized cigar arena. It's like a chilled cabinet. I
2: think it's like a temperature-controlled oh, and that's a, a holding cigar. zone
0: for the cigar. Are there other humidors? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. 12, 15. Let us know if there are other humidors. That guy, um, Eggins. A fill the fridge Eggins? Phil Eggins, it, it couldn't, he could, um, upgrade to Phil Humidor <laughs> oh, Eggins yeah. from Phil the fridge. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe on a first date, more (laughs) impressive.
2: Our correspondent continues. I was sat in a pub outside Aberdeen Airport with him one day and he got a camera out, old school digital, and asked me to take his picture while smoking his cigar and drinking his beer. Apparently, he had a large collection of photos of himself posing with different combinations of beer and cigars. He even had a blog of his cigar tasting notes... Now that's an aficionado. Is that, that is. Oh,
0: that is an aficionado. I feel like I, it was worth the journey for oh that God, closing it was sentence. Some, like, well, the whole thing was rich, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was... It was to, funny And it's back to that whole. That's an aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> I had to uh, define cigar last Sunday. Did I did was you? walking with my child, and we passed, um, there's a sort of a shop that sells art, and they had a big Fidel Castro painting in the window, like mm. a sort of modern arty thing, and uh, he said, wow, look at that cigarette, and I said, no, 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 that's a, I had to explain about, that. and I realised as I went into it, I didn't really know the difference, yeah. I knew there was a leaf wrapped around the outside, but you know, then I was so as always when one explains things to kids you just make it up yeah, yeah. well stuff. did
1: you want to know I think I'd left you on uh, tenterhooks as uh, regarding the second cover star
0: yes of oh, Cigar yes. Aficionado magazine and the clue was space
1: you'd guess Tim Peake uh, we had Daniel Craig is it
0: Mary Condo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it no um, um, is it Buzz Aldrin Oh, no, that but, would have been good. I bet he likes a cigar. I think so. I can
1: no, not because he he favours a bomber jacket. He'd go oh, up like Tinder.
0: Yeah, so they're yeah. very, very uh, whatever the word is for things. Combustible. That catch fire. That'll do. I like that.
1: Would you like me to put you out of your misery? We can have yeah. one more guess.
0: Sure, William Shatner. He's done it. He's, He's done it. come hey, I was being <laughs> too literal. Oh, but then again, you talk about the bomber jacket quite close to the wig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the corset. What's the corset caught fire. You wouldn't be able to get that off very quick. They've got about 25 hooks and eyes in them.
2: I hope he's not listening. You know last week we mentioned Uri Geller and it
0: turned out he was listening. Oh yeah. What? We got a we got an Instagram message from Uri Geller. We did. Yeah, it was great. No it one was, told me this. <laughs> they definitely it did. was in Aldinopy's um I thought it had, I thought it was all uh, staff. <laughs> It was um Uri Geller and he was holding it up his thumb and saying it's it's not my thumbs and then he did he did a quite a funny bit about yeah. some people think it's transistors in my teeth and stuff like that. Yeah. But it makes
1: a, me like him more. Oh, oh yeah, too. definitely.
0: It's 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 a great picture of him holding up the thumb. Although I did I think he said he's from he's in Jaffa, was that what he said? Oh, uh, from old Jaffa. Oh, okay. Was he eating a Tony's chocolate orange? Is that sort of euphemism? Um,
1: I thought it was an intimate joke between the two of you I was
0: was excited to hear from uh, Yuri that was was a moment for the show but as someone pointed out the thumb did look quite muscular very I mean Mm -hmm. he'd foregrounded it and you put anything right at the front of a picture it (laughs) dominates but it did look like a thumb that you could maybe if you could get it tucked Where they hitch a caravan to the back, you could probably hold a truck back (laughs) with it—a revving truck. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some answers for. uh, I love answers. Yeah. Not quite as much. If I'm going to be straight with you, not quite as much as I love questions. Well, you'll enjoy the song. There are more questions than answers. Oh, yeah. Is that Johnny Nash? Uh, I don't know. I've don't know. got I to can't, I can't be careful I don't do the voice. But it's a sort of a... There are more... It's Questions on the Mystery Persons nice. round on Question uh, of Sport. Yeah. I don't know if that's
2: uh, still true, but when I was a kid it was. In the Emlyn Hughes era. Um, hi, Frank. The, reas- yours. the reason why Blur called it Song 2 is because they couldn't think of a title and it's the second track on the album, so they called it Song 2. Um, and that's from Pete. But... Uh, just to counterbalance that, two one zero has said, "Morning, Frank. I think Blur song two is named that in reference to Damon being a big Fugazi fan. They had a song called Song Number One.'"
0: Oh, okay. Mm. Well, we don't. We're not. We're none the wiser. So we
2: have got answers, but we still have
0: questions. Oh, You're God, right. As long as we've got some, because there are more. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no questions and answers, I got it mixed. I got it wrong. <laughs> Can I do that again? Okay, Johnny. I think it was Johnny Nash. Should have been if it if it wasn't. By the way, I was um, I I looked you up, Al, hmm. this week. Me? Yeah. I don't know why. Interesting. Um, Strange. When I look you Lovesick. up... Strange uh, development.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just have, texted me.
0: I sometimes just go into Wikipedia and I, I just go for... Oh, my, God, you know, I you dread know, to think. You know, there's a search within Wikipedia. So what I'll go... For, I, I jump from page to page like, um, like knowledge-based stepping stones. Oh, yeah. Mm. And anyway... Uh, you're not going to tell me something terrible now, are you? No, it's not terrible. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just come on to say it's <laughs> terrible. Um, I thought we had an after, agreement. After my Fatorzer experience, when I said, "So you're you're a champion trampoline," and she went, "She's furious." <laughs> I got that from uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> what a thing to be unhappy about. Um, no, it said um, Alan Cochrane, comma also known as Mossels. Oh yeah. Is that, <laughs> That's Is that saying on this show.
2: That's, somebody's gone on and altered it. That's not me. I mean, oh. I haven't... I've, I've... Do we call him Muscles? No, but sometimes well, people are texting insane I, Muscles. I'll tell you exactly oh. what happened.
1: Someone got in touch. We were discussing... Uh, Possible nicknames, or oh yeah, and I think someone got in touch. One of our readers got in touch and thought this would be a good nickname for Alan. I think we found it amusing. It stuck mm-hmm. for
0: about three oh, shows. I forgot that.
1: Suddenly, it's on Wikipedia.
0: Yeah, terrible yeah. oh, how oh, I forget stuff. <laughs> it's like Samson. Since I have my hair cut, am all I'm all of a dealer. <laughs> I think that's what it says in the Bible about him. Um, yeah, I'll tell you something as well. I haven't had any calls from any broadcasters about my um, game show idea, what's in a pencil, which cropped up last That week. is a good question. Yeah. Um, I think people think it hasn't got legs, that once someone early on tells you what's in a pencil. It'll be over. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, red or black, I think. <laughs> It's a short run series. Oh, no. so. I mean, the fact that it happened at all to me was <laughs> to me that was a punch in the face to the British public. The fact and you know
1: that... what I like? Everyone else has moved on. Not mm,
0: Frank. The here is a quiz show, uh, which which shows how little we think of the British probably the only one question is red or black you'll be able to manage that will you Molly Roger <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh,
2: 376 as um, we were sort of discussing <laughs> hairstyles and not caring mm-hmm. um, <laughs> subject very close to my heart uh, morning all my husband's uncle who was a poet always dyed his hair a reddish colour at home but always missed the back when asked he used to say whoever looks at the back of my head It's, a, <laughs> it's a, that is a great I mean I surely that. the riposte is people that are behind you but yeah people on the bus
0: if he went on the yeah. bus I mean the amount of times I've sat looking at the backs of people's mm. If, if it turned
2: out he was a minibus driver, then that was a terrible decision that
0: he made. Might... I remember a girl <laughs> on the 120 getting her hair tied um, onto the seat. Oh, bullying! Um, yeah. <laughs> Back when bullying was. <laughs> Back a thing. when bullying was uh, not. um, yeah. Sometimes you'd get uh, hair your terrible.
1: hair cut off. This would happen as well. There were roguish scamps. Oh God! I mean, that. Too... It happened to Des O'Connor's daughter. Oh. It's... <laughs> No, a family
2: friend of ours. I, I, <laughs> I always thought he favoured a short back and sides, to be honest. I was
1: told this is a cautionary tale, I remember, by my godmother, Lindsay DePaul, and She said, you've got to be very careful on public transport. She said, look what happened to Des O'Connor's daughter. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, this is quite moving. I think this is our first um, Des O'Connor's daughter <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> I've got an idea that I met. One of Dez O'Connor's daughters, and she was—I uh, think she was an astrologer. Okay. Mm. Mm. There we go. And he gave me a sort of one of those um, looks, <laughs> like oh, "Sorry about this." Oh, really? oh no, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's very down to earth. Mm. Apparently, he used to get—he um, used to have to drag Body Holly out of bed in the morning on tour. Is that right? As Body Holly was inclined to oversleep. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy, buddy! Oh, you're buddy! Up to, mate. <laughs> what are you up to mate. You're up to me. That's what I'd have said if I'd been there. <laughs> buddy, That's <laughs> wrong? He probably talks like that all the time.
1: <laughs> so, Hank, can we discuss? Uh, I want to take us back in time to the Spice
0: Girls. Okay.
1: Now, I know you were always a, a Ooh. Jerry fan. Ooh.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: Which, I think you were Emma Bunton. You were a baby, weren't you?
0: Yeah.
1: Isn't it funny? Yeah, I know both of your
0: tastes so well. What mm. about when Alan Shearer was asked for his um, um, favourite Spice Girl? What Institute? did he say? He said, um, I don't answer those sort of questions. <laughs> I'm a happily married uh, Oh. <laughs> I mean, all right. That's a, right, good, Alan?
2: that's a good M.O. That's a good though. Can I take my answer
0: back and <laughs> yeah. do that just in case my wife's listening? But no. we're talking. We're talking in hindsight, well, exactly. Well, quite.
1: Uh, you were baby. You were Jerry. I mean, I think you can guess who my icon was in terms of who I most wanted to emulate. It was,
0: uh, Victoria. You got it, in Adams one. with a double D. That's you, been forgotten. You know that. me so well, Elaine. That was her um, maiden name. Can you still say maiden name or is that on un- yeah, unacceptable? They, Check heard, the book. <laughs> I've noticed
1: they do the it's old a great area. N-E-E accent.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, nee. Yes. Yes. You see <laughs> the maiden name comes from a time when people who didn't um mm, until they got married. So they no, were I mean. maidens, obviously, those days are gone. <laughs> Not saying it's a bad thing, not saying it's a good thing, that's all. But, you know, um, the magic of theatre. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute
1: Radio. We were talking about the Spice Girls. We'd established Alan was baby, Frank was ginger and I was
0: posh. mm hmm in many ways. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I've, uh, I, I also, you know, I'm, I move from one to the other in, in favouritism. Did you? Yeah, you know, like, some days you want Colin Baker, some days you want Billy Hartnell. No. OK.
1: <laughs> Literally never happened to me, that okay. thought process. Uh, anyway, the reason I raised the Spice Girls is because... Yeah, tell us what
2: you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> so yes.
1: Someone was going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Frank? Um, your yeah. move?
0: Or um, two become one now? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I I can't think of anything very relevant apart from... Uh, I need your love like I've never needed love before. <laughs> one? Uh, oh,
1: no, let's not finish that.
0: <laughs> Tonight is the night when two become one.
1: Mm, that's what I say. Mm. OK.
0: Yeah. That was apparently a song about when Shandy was invented. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's quite uh <laughs> star. I like they didn't do many historical narratives, but that one I I really like. I love an historical narrative song. You know what I mean? Like yeah, rah, Ra Ras Beauty oh, um, I love um and he that. painted matched up men and ma- What's your favourite um historical narrative uh, chart hit? I'll tell you what I like. 15.
1: Whatever happened to Oh yeah. Was it Leon Trotsky?
0: Yeah, although, although it covered a few, didn't it? But it yeah, did. he got an ice pick I mean, that made his ears burn.
1: I think Billy Joel took it slightly too far, though. With his long shopping list of uh, incidents, Was we were going to start the
0: fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm on about one where you take a particular incident... From, or yeah. person from history and do a pop song. There's a Manic them.
2: Street Preachers song and I was working as a landscape gardener for really? Grace Landscapes a long time ago. Graceland? Grace <laughs> Paul's okay, okay. Landscapes, oh. who I don't think are called that anymore. And we were driving back and um, the the big bloke who worked for them said to me, it's about the Spanish Armada this, isn't it? And
0: I don't even know what song it was. Oh. Well, I only worked out very recently because my son has gone into Zeppelin. Was oh, he? The immigrant songs about the Vikings. Oh. Steadily listen, at all, don't I thought, hold on a minute. Hearing him sing it all fell
2: into place.
1: Oh Frank, what about the classic Vincent? One as beautiful oh, as you. Oh yeah. Come on.
2: Someone's suggesting the Trooper by Iron Maiden. Oh Do I, I don't know.
0: know. I wonder what's that who's the trooper then? It's the Liza Minnelli. I'm just the messenger. <laughs> what if it's about Liza Minnelli and Iron Maiden <laughs> song? I'm sure, sorry for your lash. <laughs> anyway. Meanwhile,
1: over in the 90s... So, Mel C, I was just intrigued by this because it's a very late reveal mm-hmm. rather than review, but Mel C has said recently that she was never sporty, even though she was sporty spice. She said she was terrible at sport. She's rather salty at word, but she, she? said she was terrible at sport couldn't play it and she'd never quite worked out why this had become her thing
0: I mean I never felt that those names were legally binding (laughs) if I'm going to be honest I think it's all right I think it's because she wore tracksuits and stuff this was in the days when... Uh, so she could equally have been casual clothing spice. Yeah, but do you remember there was a time way back when people who wore sportswear were either on their way to or back from doing sport. Yeah, those yeah. days have gone, haven't oh, they. they? They're not just gone, but now the people, <laughs> people who wear sports have never, ever done sport of any kind. Many of them. Frank Skinner. I got news just in. Baby Spice, it turns out, was an adult for the whole time. Oh, that's God, been... What a hoaxer.
2: I'm starting to not believe any of these names. No, exactly. And she had to wear bunches. I tell you
0: I what. know, fancy that. That's tough, isn't oh, it? Oh,
1: Alan did. Um, sporty, <laughs> I'll tell you what I felt sorry for her. Um, I'll tell you why I apologise. Whenever they'd go to a black tie or a big fancy red carpet event, Mm. all the others—they've got a lovely Dolce head to toe taffeta number—and then sporty. And she used to got the gold
0: tracksuit. Yeah, comfiest of the lot of them, though. Yeah, that's true. I bet you about. I bet you at two a.m. Remember, (laughs) you used to say, "Fancy dress party, always wear." Don't go there in the in the astrologer's booth that you have to wear for the whole night. Mm-hmm. With the, although yeah. it looks great, yeah. At midnight you're thinking, "Oh God, I'm sick of this." Yeah, if you
1: thing. go as an orange or something, I mean, good luck with
0: that. I, I went as Hugh Hefner, so I had pajamas and a dressing gown on I me. Mean, good God, idea. Yeah. A result a mondo. That's why rest- I've
1: started Halloween, which sadly we won't be celebrating this year, but I w- I've increasingly gone for that, Frank. Child catcher last year, top hat, black trousers, good to go. I'm just, I'm just
0: doing the lo-fi uh, cemetery at midnight thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep it keeping it real on <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Do you think when the um, Spice Girls did long-haul
2: flights that all the... More sort of glamorous Spice Girls wore tracksuits and Sporty wore the taffeta designer I dress. I
0: hope so. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything what you'd call, you know, fancy.
1: She, well, her fancy was sort of, like I say, if she went to an event, it was a bit like when Cliff Richard started wearing sort of hoodies in the 90s. Did he do that? Yes, he went through a period of like mm-hmm. a gold bomber yeah, what jacket about with a when hoodie. I, What about
0: when I interviewed him? And he wore a, worked with them all. He? he wore a t-shirt with a collar and tie design on it. <laughs> so it. smart casual, absolutely boiled down to its quintessence. I'd actually like that for a corporate gig. Oh, they don't happen anymore, but when they did, <laughs> that would have been. What's that thing they do with food when they keep boiling it down and oh, reduce re- reduction, reducing it. reduction? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It was like that. It was a reduction of smart mm. casual down to the to the absolute basics. Yes, but I don't remember his hooded top. He. Uh,
1: he had to go on top of the pops because he sort of rebranded himself a bit um, in the 90s and I think suddenly there was all this Manchester
2: oh, leisure yeah. wear chic yeah.
1: and to fit in he just thought, "No, I'm going to wear a, tra- a sort of tracksuit top and something but I'm going to make it gold or we'll- we'll have some glitter yeah, in it. Well, that, yeah.
2: Ahead of its That's time really, Very, very chic now, that stuff. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs>
0: ahead of his time and behind his time. Yeah. In, in, in like, like a spinning clock. Never, never quite of his time. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, we got that tweet from uh, Yuri Geller last week. And mm. a clock in our house, which hasn't gone for years, <laughs> still isn't going. I can't tell you how disappointed I was by that. Well, anyway, it's a, it's a shocker that um, Sporty Spice is not sporty because she looks sporty as well. I see, her, I've seen her in Paradise. Have you mm. that's the Corrie house at the bottom of our <laughs> road. Uh, I've seen her in there a few times. Uh, she's uh, I mean, I know I don't, I mean, there's some terrible people in entertainment, she's actually a very nice person, uh, uh but. I was thinking about celebrity revelation, What would you say? And let's keep it clean. What was your most shocking celebrity revelation? thing where you found out about them and thought, wow. Like when I found out that Sean Connery wore a toupee in all the Bond films, mm-hmm. I remember being astonished by that. And someone also told me that in the Lost in Translation... Uh, you, you think, what a fabulous relationship Bill Maury and Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. have got, and apparently in between takes, he never spoke to her <laughs> Is that all. right? do <laughs> <laughs> so you think, really? at Frank Skinner on Absolute
2: Radio.
0: This is... <laughs> uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
2: Um, we've had something of a crexione coming in towards me, now, I think. I think, we've, I think
0: that has been um, reintroduced. I have it ready. Go <clears throat> on. We'll see if we agree. Um,
2: you can see if it is a crexione.
0: Yeah, do you, do you want me to? Hit, hit, I'll hit it
2: first if you like. If you want, I Go don't on. mind. It's up to you.
0: Crexione, crexione, ole ole ole. It's not our best work. Oh,
2: I like it. Uh, Morning, Frank and team. The Manic Street Preachers song you refer to. I I referred to. Oh yes. Uh, a a, a <laughs> landscape. Gardener telling me that a song that they did was about the um, Spanish Armada. Uh, I think it is, if you tolerate this, then your children will be next. But it's about the Spanish Civil War, not the Spanish Armada. Oh. Rather different eras. Yes. Incidentally,
0: that song is also the longest titled song to top the UK charts. Is that right? And it's also the song I played as the walk on music for Allard Jones when I <laughs> had him on my show. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so course it's, you did. it's the old Francis Drake George Orwell mix up. Oh, and, yeah. and now uh, the,
2: the, the missive continues. The Mannix also wrote a historical narrative of the life of Dutch-American abstract artist Willem de Kooning in the song <gasps> Interiors Can I Off. say,
1: Willem de Kooning, yes, I went Willem, oh. okay. um, is a fabulous artist and I'm a big fan. Late review.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then you should Willem. check out the Mannix Street Preachers. <laughs> um. Frank, Dan Gleebitz... Oh, yeah. Danu! <laughs> Dan Gleibitz surely writes on a major American sitcom. It's got that right kind it does of... does sound like that. sounds like someone who's really sort of at the centre of things.
1: Dan has put forward voice of controversy here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Three lines. <laughs> Nineteen sixty-six World Cup, your move, Frank Skinner. Oh,
0: I mean, it's—I'd say it's—it's uh, it's a smorgasbord, isn't just it? A little bit of that ref yeah. Okay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, Can we? I mean, I, I what the sort of thing? I mean, it's. It, it, thanks for remembering, but uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of this proper history set to pop music. I, the the sweet. Do you remember them? Yeah. The Suite had a song called Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah.
1: Someone has texted that in.
0: Oh, yeah, and it Mm -hmm. would go, Alexander Graham Bell, well, he knew darn well that he'd find another way to talk across the USA. And then it was, telephone, telephone, wouldn't leave it alone. And then it ended... Many, many years ago, he started something with his first hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's what I mean. It's like um, it's like a Hamilton, but split down to about three minutes. Mm. Yeah. But um, thanks for including three lines in that. I, I'm not sure it qualifies.
1: No, it's a, I would describe it as a, a narrative tapestry
0: mm-hmm. uh, rather than... Uh,
1: OK. And, uh,
2: 330, this isn't song. this is a <laughs> history in a song, but it's it's good info. 330, Frank, Grimsby does have a pavement with fish in it. It leads to the Fishing Heritage Centre. See? Rob, I've... the former codhead, Warwick. OK. I don't think that's his real name. I think it's... Have, um, well,
0: well, I don't know, the former codhead. <laughs> I wonder what was life was like for Rob when he was the cardhead. When he was the cardhead, yeah. yeah. We want more info, Rob. I, don't, I mean, it's, it's it's a weird source of nostalgia, is yeah. it? But I'd love to know a bit of uh, <laughs> maybe there's a pop song about when Rob was the cardhead. <laughs> I'm glad I got that right though, because I didn't have a memory yeah. of uh, mm. Grim. I have uh, me- many mem- memories of uh, tour. I like
1: her Andy W's contribution. Rasputin by Boney M. Oh, yes. Also favourite dance about a historical person. Rasputin by Boney M. I keep saying Rasputin, like, like yeah. Boney M do. Then he adds favourite stand-up, which is nice. It's a favourite stand-up segment, Jealousy by Frank Skinner.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, OK. That's a good bit. <laughs> as far as that's personal history. <laughs> 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 Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hey, uh uh, 864
2: rather has um, mm-hmm. has texted, if you can distinguish between the big two brands of tuna, you become something of a tuna aficionado. <laughs> oh, wow. <Ooh.
1: laughs>
2: I think I probably could. <laughs> could you? Oh, what yeah. are they? <clears throat> John West
0: and the other one. But aren't the two like <laughs> types? Princes? Chonk, chonk, tuna, tuna chonks.
1: Brine. Up there. That's the only context I ever uh, hear brine in. I think there might in.
0: be two. What actual... about a jar of hot dogs?
1: Uh-huh. Um, funnily enough, I don't tend to buy those often now. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah.
2: I, I love the idea. they about... really
0: classy. Here. <laughs> I like the idea of a jar of hot dogs somewhere being connected to a Thompson submachine gun and being fired. I can um, honestly
1: say I've never bought a jar of hot dogs. What
0: well, tin?
2: I've... You go for more tinned hot dogs, do you? <laughs>
0: I um I, no, I don't. I bought tins of beans with sausage, though. No, of course sausage. you have. That's sort of you know they're in there.
1: And other things that don't come as the hugest <laughs> shocking revelation.
0: No, maybe not. think once bought beans and sausage. That was in the days when um, there was a story that um, you know, like my mum knew a woman who knew who'd, who'd got who'd bought um, baked beans and sausages and only got one sausage in it and wrote to Cross and Blackwell or whoever it was and got, like, um, a big crate came full of... Oh, yeah. Did that ever happen? I
2: don't know, but those stories did happen, Mm. didn't they? Like, oh, someone complained about one black crisp and they got sent 50 bags of crisps.
0: And I'm talking about a time when we were all broke. The idea of a crate of crisps turning up was...
1: I once complained about a a hamper from uh, Fortnum and Mason. So, as soon as I said this, relatable thought, content, why oh, am I selling this? <laughs>
2: There's
0: probably more relatable content than uh, I don't want to tell about it anyone. only one sausage in the <laughs> use of the plural <laughs> on the label. <laughs> I don't what was want missing? want it anymore. Oh, no, was go on.
1: Can I just say, in my defense, I didn't, I couldn't, it was sent to me, okay, yeah. So um, I shouldn't have said it straight after the sausage. It's fine. It's it's fine. fine. <laughs> well, anyway, I was sent a fortnight and raised it up. <laughs> And um, so I too feel your pain, uh, Frank, because I complained about this because it was left on the doorstep.
0: Only to have smell like cheese in it or something.
1: Well, just had, uh, uh, I can't say what it had because it had champagne and things like that um, in it. So I complained.
0: Some perishable stuff like champagne.
1: Yeah, but guess what? Go on. Send a new one.
0: Brilliant. What I really <laughs> wanted you to say, then, was they sent me a crate full of baked beans and sausages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been so perfect. Uh, um, well, that's good. That's a good uh, oh, advert God, for uh, I like to the Mason's world. customer service. Look, it's fine. OK. Can't be on here pretending that... Uh, we are what we ain't yes this is true that would uh, be very wrong <laughs> I um, so I've, I've never had that experience I don't think ever of complaining I'm not the best written complainer no. I like face to face conflict <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah, and you rarely I remember being in a, a place in Hales Owen and there was a dead daddy long legs in my salad and I said look at that and the bloke said I'll oh, hold it and just took it out and went, <laughs> a different level of customer service. And the thing is, you've got to be super confident to think that you can take a daddy long legs mm-hmm. out of a moist environment and leave no daddy long legs behind. <laughs> I mean, that is a, that is a gift to be able to do that. Frank Skinner. hey
2: you've lit up the switchboard with yeah. your uh, memories of people telling stories of getting loads of food from food companies for like uh, one bad I'd love to know I... if it really happened well yeah. 816 has a, a, a missive that I'd like to bring to your attention morning team my parents complained when a can of spam had rust inside it <laughs> this was in the mid 70s I think we already knew that yeah, exactly. the low 70s if thing. we'd have
0: said this was nearly three weeks ago yeah, yeah. I
2: would have been taken aback this was in the Mid 70s, there was a bread shortage along with everything else. They received an invitation to the spam factory head office for an apology lunch. Oh. There was no bread shortage there. <laughs> <laughs> no, came, most of it was in the spam. <laughs> they came home with a case of spam and loads of bread and cakes. What a treat! That's wow. from Julie.
0: Oh, that's good. Good anecdote. that is great customer service. Really that. good. Well,
1: Roger Turner has been in touch. Aren't Sorry, it? I sounded a bit that's life correspondent. Yeah. Well, Roger Turner has been in touch to say, um, it recreates of beans. It didn't always work out that way. Mm. My mother complained about a tin of Heinz beans. Um, am I allowed to mention the brand name? I don't know if I should. Yeah, like no, that. I don't no of course it's fine. Okay. So,
2: other brands are available.
1: A man in a clerical Grey suit turned up, opened his briefcase, removed a small tin of beans, and asked her for an opener and two teaspoons to test them. He asked her to confirm that they tasted okay, and then left, leaving her with just the remains of the tin. It wasn't the result she was expecting.
2: You know when people oh. ask, "What would you do if you weren't a comedian?" I want that job. Yeah. I want to go to the people's houses, <laughs> open a tin from a briefcase.
0: <laughs> I want to write a film script about it called <laughs> "The Remains of the Tin." <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, that is that is mean. I mean, it's almost creepy. It's like some. Mm.
1: It's a bit Kafkaesque. I don't I think, like it. I,
0: <laughs> I, I think the problem. The problem is for every story like the ones I've told is that then you get your chances who haven't had a bad experience, and they just think, oh, I fancy uh, 25 tins of beans. Funny you should mention that. (laughs)
2: 912 has texted, not so much a chancer, more, I would say, um, a a lover of praise. Uh, She says, was 13-ish and sent letters off to crisp and sweet companies saying, I saved my pocket money for their products and they were the best. Good tactic. Oh, OK. Got loads of stuff back, including a box of crisps. Um, That's from Lorna in Wem. OK. Wem? Yeah. Is that what they call Wembley? Locally? No, it's a place in Shropshire. Oh, OK. I think I drove through it recently, actually.
0: Oh, did you go around the Reekin? No, what's that? OK. Well, it's a term for going a long-winded way around things, but the oh, Reekin yeah. is also a... Uh, a, a high sort of—I don't know what you'd call it—super hill. Oh, no. I love that you
1: look <laughs> briefly towards me to. Uh, yeah, thought
0: you're gonna, to help. I thought, God, I need, I need a geographical um, term. <laughs> so I remember there used to be a whole list of those. There's something like a drumlin. Was oh, there right. a, a ge- geographical?
1: Ring any bells? I've always been an, an, a grassy knoll fan, as you know. Mm.
0: Um, speaking
2: of history and songs uh, Many people have suggested What about the absolutely superb Inola Gay by OMD Oh okay I thought that wouldn't come up Oh
0: well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, It is about the bombing of uh, well, I know what it's about airport, but it is a history It is history there's <laughs> We no, did ask there's no, no no fair enough I <laughs> right. uh, No one yet has mentioned the producers First choice straight out Waterloo by um, ABBA Yeah which I know is general history, but it does begin at Waterloo. Napoleon did surrender, which is you know the facts.
1: Stop the cavalry by Jonah Lewis. Jonah Louis,
0: yes, I, I believe that he's actually um, called.
1: But I don't know if that's specifically no, related to I a think, historical incidents. A, a gene- generic,
0: um, generic soldier at battlefield story. <laughs> that's how I'm. That's how I'm categorising <laughs> that. that track. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: 079 has uh, got in touch with an interesting story. Uh, it's Bryony in Wisbech. Is it Wisbech? Wisbeach? Wisbeck, I think. Anyway. I'll take your word. I think, it. yeah. Okay. She says, My dad worked for Heinz in the 70s as a chemist. He worked out how to tell if flies had been cooked so he could weed out the complaining chancers claiming flies in their beans. Ah.
0: Another good job. <laughs> we used to do uh, I used to have a jingle I remember which was called foreign bodies in food yes. if I remember rightly oh, yeah. and it was about when people found a rat in their beans and, yeah. uh, and, and stuff but I do I, I wonder if companies still do that thing you used to get a thing that if you compl- I um, complained that my screen wasn't working on, a, on an aeroplane Oh, yeah. Um, so I had to do a long-haul flight with no, oh. no movies. Mm. And I think, looking back now, I think they sent me some air miles. Ah. Oh. But, you know, air miles are rubbish, aren't they? Aren't they? I never use air miles. Just get forgotten. Mm. They reckon
2: that if everybody used them, then all the uh, air... Companies would go out of business. Well, there's not en- not enough miles in the sky. Yeah, you're right. That's the problem. There'd be, uh, there'd be... There'd be no profit because they'd be giving away all the. They'd be flats. tailgating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that uh, can't be safe. Is that safe? No, I don't think so.
1: I call this bit of the show Two Blokes in the Pub.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would you say was the best route to Edinburgh? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd say it was your round, mate. Oh, uh, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, that was two blokes in full. <laughs> Edinburgh, do Edinburgh what two and a half hours? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what people would say. Two <laughs> and <laughs> two and a half hours? Well, <laughs> oh, that's with a stop.
1: <laughs> there was this curious story which I've been meaning to discuss with you two, because let's face it, you're you're the two people I enjoy discussing curious stories with.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Love
1: It was. This fella, who, that didn't trip out off my tongue very well, but this chap, let's call him, he married his own mother-in-law. Yeah. No judgement.
0: Oh, yeah, I know, I, yes, I know. No Did judgment. you see
1: this? No, no
0: judgement. No,
1: good because, bear with. He divorced his wife, um, I think they'd been married for seven years, mm. and they're only sharing their story now, aren't they? This happened some mm. time ago that he married the mother yeah. yes. Um, what had happened is that he'd married the wife and then... He'd married the daughter, sorry.
2: Yeah, Hadn't didn't work out. Hadn't worked
1: out, fell for the mother-in-law.
2: mm hmm yeah.
1: they have been married some time. They've been married since 2007. How long's that, Alan? You're the maths.
2: <laughs> uh, 13 years ago.
1: OK. Oh, I'm some mistaken. No, they married in 2007. They've been together for 30 years. I apologise. 13? No, 30. Three... It's
2: 2020, isn't it?
1: Yes, they married in two thousand and seven. They got together.
2: Oh, I see. Before
1: that, the reason they only got married in—I know, I know a lot about this. They got only got married in two thousand and seven, is because it was against the law for them to marry before then. Is well, that you right? can't
0: marry your own mother-in-law.
1: All right, mate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. another All no, my of, plans are dashed.
2: Another example of meddling government overreach. Well, uh, horror
0: on your
1: face, Frank, when I told you that.
0: I knew a guy who, he got married and he took his brother to meet the family and uh, the brother ended up marrying the new wife's mother. Oh, um, God. And uh, the guy said that, the guy I was talking to who got married in the first place, his kids call his brother Uncle Grandad. Uncle Grandad! Because he's both their uncle and Ah. their grandad. I mean, there's a whole um, intricate web of possibilities there, which people aren't fully exploiting with their standard monogamous uh, marrying a stranger routines. (laughs) And we all find out we've married a stranger in the end, of course. (laughs) Oh, we were just uh, talking about the man who married his seventy-seven-year-old uh, ex-mother-in-law. Yeah, God bless 'em, might say. Yeah, but... it's a triumph for work Britain, isn't it?
2: I mean, you're saying. You think
0: about it. Well, why is that? Well,
2: we used to mock
0: mother-in-laws,
2: didn't we? Oh, They used yeah, to be portrayed true. as domineering, unpleasant, yeah. unattractive, and now the the work people have won. They're objects of desire. The the oh. mother-in-laws. Well, hold your hold your. That social way. progress,
1: isn't it? Hi ho, silver. Because they got married in the same church he'd wed her daughter in. Well,
0: that's fair now, enough. awkward. Did Awkward. just turns out he was just wrecking <laughs> with the daughter.
1: <laughs> they just used the old invites and put a red <laughs> pen through the name.
0: <laughs> it was many years later, wasn't it? I mean, the daughter said she felt totally betrayed, but I only felt she was partially betrayed. Oh,
1: come yeah. on. Can you imagine if you married Sandy Mason... In, you got together with her in four years' time. How would mm. that go down? Well,
0: you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah Awkward. But well, and also, it, it, do, it doesn't suggest that he's really completely um, patrolling the area, looking for the... It is what I like to call the Pac-Man relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's right. the so, next thing that comes around the corner. Yeah. Really chomp, 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 and off we go. Hmm. <laughs> It is the um, old classic of celebrities that go out with makeup.
1: It's uh, the classic or oh, who's nearest <laughs> the makeup woman. Um, hey, she did say, Brenda, I believe she's called, uh, she said, Well, he does have some bad habits. His nail biting drives me mad. Now, Oof. I can't imagine why he'd be living on the edge, <laughs> driven no. to
0: biting his nails. I mean, she should be calm enough because I shouldn't think there's much chance of him marrying her mother. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, just to round up, have we had any um, outside, uh, any more outside? Well, I've had some good stuff today. They, uh, they've been in top form, our readers, I think.
2: Yes.
1: Hilly, Al, uh, she has said, hey, Luciani by the fall. Ah, yes. Who doesn't love a catchy song about the life and death of Pope? John Paul I, is that
0: right? Yes, it's based on that sort of conspiracy theory that he was too liberal and so he was bumped off by senior church officials. Is that right? Well, I'd say it's right. That was the story. It's a good story. If that was their basis, I don't think Francis would have uh, lasted this long.
1: Oh, wow, (laughs) Julia. (laughs) Oh, no, Julia C.S. a.k.a. Smudger 233 We've forgotten a classic here. Candle in the Wind. Of course, yes. Come on, everyone, wake Mm.
0: up. And um, and what was the other one? English rose thing? The the Princess Diana a rewrite? Yes. What was the first line? Something English rose. Goodbye, England's rose. Goodbye, England's rose. Mm. Okay. (laughs) There you go. Two (laughs) historicals for the price of one. There from uh, (laughs) Elton. (laughs) Okay, and um, you know what? Thank you so much for listening today, and there's been some tremendous contributions. I think we'll all agree. Um, you know what the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise? We'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.) Listen.